$1,000 to file their taxes using free software. Roughly 70% of American taxpayers are eligible for this free software, according to the Free File Alliance, which partners with the IRS for this program. In tax year 2016, the program made a new push to offer more software options that are free for taxpayers. A married couple won't pay a dime in taxes on their first $24,000 of income. So a married couple, up to $24,000, can spend their money on their family, on their children, on what they have to, so much better. It's debatable that this would be much better for a middle-class couple with children, and it could be worse. The tax plan would nearly double the standard deduction, $12,000 for individuals and $24,000 for married couples, but also eliminate personal and dependent exemptions, currently $4,050 per family member. So a couple with two children already don't pay a dime on their first $28,800. That's because they get $12,600 in a standard deduction and $16,200 in independent and personal exemptions. It's possible Trump's expanded child tax credit might help make up some of the difference, but maybe not. Lily Batchelder, a professor of public policy at New York University, who was deputy director of the National Economic Council in 2014-2015, conservatively estimated in 2016 that Trump's plan would increase taxes for about 8.7 million families, but the number could be as high as 11 million under reasonable assumptions. That analysis was based on Trump's campaign plan, which envisioned a larger increase in the standard deduction, $30,000 for a married couple. The tax strategy that Ronald Reagan used to create an economic boom in the 1980s when our economy took off, the middle class thrived, and the family income of all families was increasing more and more, and it was a beautiful sight to behold. This is a flip-flop. He was always a fierce critic of the bill, Reagan's Tax Reform Act of 1986, which he now calls a beautiful sight to behold. The law simplified tax brackets and eliminated tax shelters, and also lowered the top individual tax rate to 28%, but raised the capital gains rate to the same level, giving them parity. In the years following the law, Trump repeatedly blamed it for the savings and loan crisis, a decline in real estate investing, and the 1990-1991 recession. This tax act was just an absolute catastrophe for the country, for the real estate industry, and I really hope that something can be done, Trump told Congress in 1991. In a television interview with Joan Rivers, he said, What caused the savings and loan crisis was the 1986 tax law change. It was a disaster. It took all of the incentives away from investors. Trump also frequently attacked one of the Democratic sponsors of the bill, Senator Bill Bradley, Democrat New Jersey, including in a Wall Street Journal commentary in 1999. Mr. Bradley's last big idea to be enacted into legislation was also one of the worst ideas in recent history, Trump wrote, saying Bradley was responsible for the elimination of a tax shelter for real estate investments. He said the good parts of the bill could be attributed to Reagan. Indiana is a tremendous example of the prosperity that is unleashed when we cut taxes and set free the dreams of our citizens. All of this is possible because the people of this state have made a decision, which included electing a governor who you may have heard of who signed the largest income tax cut in the state's history, our very, very terrific person and very terrific Vice President, Mike Pence. This lacks context, as Governor Vice President Pence did make the largest income tax cut in Indiana's history, but he didn't have a very high bar to overcome, and it was a modest cut. Prior to Pence, there was only one time the income tax was cut without an offsetting increase, in the 1970s. Moreover, Indiana's individual income tax rate was already the second lowest in the nation when Pence took office. Indiana's individual income tax rate was 2% when it was established in 1964. Then it was cut by 0.1% in 1979. It rose to 3% in 1984. 
in response to revenue losses from the 1979-1982 through 1982 recession, according to Purdue University economist Larry DeBoer. Then, the rate increased to 3.4% in 1988 and remained that way until Pence cut it by 0.2 percentage points to 3.2%. As governor, Pence established a record of cutting taxes, but according to the Indianapolis Star, state lawmakers raised taxes as soon as Pence left office. And compared to overall tax cuts in Indiana, Pence's income tax cut is far from the largest tax cut in state history. I'm doing the right thing, and it's not good for me, believe me. We're also repealing the Alternative Minimum Tax, or AMT. Trump's claim that he would not benefit from the tax plan is not credible. Of course, he has not released his tax returns, so it is difficult to know for sure. But he is certainly subject to the AMT. And the one recent tax return that has been leaked from 2005 shows that the AMT increased his tax bill from about $5.3 million to $36.5 million. So at least in that tax year, he potentially could have saved...